This is the Kinetic Energy Podcast. been a mother thank you man Appreciate let, me, let me not curse that heavy too quick but it has been a minute it's been a minute we've been going for a minute out of commission uh not out of commission in commission which is why <laughs> we had to put this to the side for a second <laughs> but you know just making moves feels good being back though no it feels great being back man it, it's honestly all i've thought about um for a while and I'm glad that we were able to find a medium or like a compromise to make it happen. And we're back with the shits, man. Yeah. So, you know, this time around this episode, uh, it's a little looser than than uh, normal. It's really just uh, it's really just going to be a catch up episode. It's the catch up. So we're just going to go over, you know, everything that's been going on. that has been changing new things, newfound struggles. Because as you know, especially being a part of the Kinetic Energy Podcast, struggle is a daily vitamin. <laughs> Take that shit <laughs> every goddamn day. Um, you don't get a choice, though. It'll feed that shit to you, force feed it to your ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I know you've had some real big changes, man. You've had the motherfucking glow up. <laughs> I'm not going to call it a glow up. <laughs> yeah, I was um, It's more like a sunburn. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, there's been a lot of developments on my end. Um, so we got a job, right? Um, thank the Lord for that. Uh, oh my fault. Lined up for me. Real quick, just a quick disclaimer: we we had a little bit of technical stuff, so we had to drop back on um McKetty's, uh recording equipment. So. He's calling in at this point. So if you hear any drop in quality or anything, it's just because he's on the phone this time. So, you know, we're just trying to get this out any way we can. So this is the way we're going to make it work. All right. Back to it. My fault. No. All good, man. Thank you for mentioning that. Um, So like I said before, uh, we got a job, right? And that's pretty much been my objective for the whole year. So I'm blessed that it happened in a time when so many people are losing jobs when so much in the world is um, in doubt and so many people are in fear of their future. And I'm grateful for that happening and being able to prepare for that, which is why we put out the message we did, because I realized that this is an opportunity I'd have to go all in for. You know, that doesn't just come out of anywhere. So, you know, cutting to the chase, I'm working for a farm now, so I'm a farmer. Uh, I'm not joking. I really am a farmer, uh, working six days a week. Son of um, a shepherd. Something good to like. (laughs) (laughs) No, because that that, that, um, hints towards shade. And believe me, I'm in the sun all day for like seven plus hours. I think I work like 10 hours a day now uh, for six days a week. But it's super refreshing, man. It's it's being on the ground doing actual engineering work. I've been there two weeks, and the amount that I've learned and the amount that I've documented feels like I've been there for months. Given that I've been talking to my parents about it all weekend for the, uh, the break that I've had, I, I think it's about appropriate. But it's very rewarding. There's so much to do. It's so sophisticated. I think the farm that I'm working for makes north of $250 million a year, something crazy like that. Um, And that's just one farm. There's literally a group of farms around the world doing this. And it's pretty much the backbone of our country's economy right now, given that horticulture is the only major um, profit profit generator right now okay so they're, they're big yeah. so you're at like the tesla of, of of farming companies out there i wasn't going i wasn't going to use tesla <laughs> but i mean in terms of scale yeah that's yeah. pretty much it so it's a very intensive job it's it's why i needed like a break to kind of get uh acquainted with it but luckily i think i have all the tools and i settled in very quickly in it um 
it just pretty much requires you being relentless, man. Mm-hmm. And just putting hey. your best foot forward and making sure you learn every day because that's what the farm operates on. It operates on talent and talent being realized into value production. Uh, yeah, man, but it's a great experience. And I would like to shout out my co-host, Brandon's uh, patience in all this. You know, um, it's not easy to kind of put this, put the podcast on hold, given this is our baby. And given we had specific plans for this, but he didn't even hesitate. You know, it was kind of one of those, no, this is good, positive things happening in our life that we need to focus on. Not to mention it's a premise we started the podcast on, which is getting our lives together and moving forward and giving almost like a a guide to anyone else who's trying to do that, especially in the difficult times we're living in. So just once again, I'm grateful that I got this opportunity. I'm grateful that I get the opportunity to engage myself and to build my career when so many people are suffering. And I'm doing the most with it, taking advantage of it taking advantage of it, working 120%. And in the next few months, it should take me a really long way. And I've enjoyed it so far, and I'm looking forward to what it brings. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Uh, I'm happy about that. Like, it's it's genuine good things coming to you. Because I I know I've seen you, like, on the job search for a minute. And for you to, to be able to slide into a job of this caliber... When you're when you finally landed the job, I'm like, yeah, this is this is dope. And because I was like, I know this is taking so much off of him. Like you you moving out to that to that new spot out there, too. It's like you got that beautiful yes. view out there. It's like you in the countryside. You keep saying you're in the country. <laughs> Sadly for me, when I think Every of Kenya, I think country, the whole man. whole shit is country. <laughs> then again, you thought Delaware was country. <laughs> Yeah, um, that's facts. <laughs> you ain't never, you haven't been to Burgard, North Carolina. That's country, like dirt roads and shit. <laughs> I actually have been. Oh yeah, surprisingly. Okay. Oh yeah, way back when I traveled to Georgia and I had to pass through there, and I just remember waking up and literally we're like, "Oh, we're here!" Like, "Oh wow, yeah, this is country." You're like, "They ain't built it yet." <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, you didn't even know what country in the U.S. meant. And also, like, nah, this is something different. So that lets you know, like, hey, mm-hmm. Delaware is not good. <laughs> no, it's, it's just spread out. Not. Shit should just spread out more. Yeah, it's, it's just it's spread out. And it's in the Northeast anyway. I don't consider anything in the Northeast um, country anyway. Okay. Yeah, man. Like I was saying, though. Definitely good things, good things. And like like we were saying when, when we first started the podcast, I always told you, you know, like if anything ever gets this shit ever gets uh, in the way of anything, like dropping mm-hmm. it 100%. Gets in the way of the friendship, gets in the way of us uh, hustling for the jobs or something like that, drop it immediately. Done. Doesn't get, I don't give a fuck. Absolutely. I don't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, uh, I agree with you. It's just, it ends up working the way we want it to because the podcast was supposed to be a timeline of our progress, right? Yeah. And I think it just works perfectly that, oh, my progress was that I got a huge jump in my career and it's benefiting me and we're catching up at a time. I mean, we're catching up, but we've been catching up, but we're catching up with our audience at a time when I've been able to settle in and I can kind of articulate what I've been through and some of the experiences I've learned in that time. And it just ties in very perfectly with our mantra of staying in momentum and making sure that even in times of strife and even in times of hardship, like we are right now, that you're constantly looking for ways to move forward. That's what it's all about. Yeah, man. And it's, it was, you know, it was testy with uh, certain stuff when we were trying to figure certain uh, stuff out. I know we ended up uh, just having to really reassess uh, how we were approaching things, how we were approaching like work, not, I don't want to say like work life, balance but like more so like work hobby balance like we had to do a lot of reassessing how we approach that and like what's really worth the time or what's 
Well, basically, I know there's one thing I always kept saying, which is like, uh, I think I said this to Shah the first time, but I was like, when you are trying to chase the dream, right? It's like, you got to make certain sacrifices that I feel like people don't really understand or they're not really willing to accept, which is like, I, I understood I mean, I don't fucking do it, but I understand that like <laughs> to to get the dream, you either have to quit the day job and chase the dream during j- day job hours. And then you can have uh, your fun later on. Right. You can actually have some fun, some some you time or you keep the day job for the security. But you have to chase the dream during the times where you should be having fun or rewind or uh, relaxing or decompressing. You know what I mean? You have to understand that's just dead. Your sleep schedule might have to get a little fucked up, but then you can keep the month. You can keep the job and then still get the dream. But motherfuckers, you know, Pete, not saying this was you because, because you were just uh, getting acquainted to the job. Right. So, but I'm talking about even with me, like when I, when we're, it made me realize I've been like, I, there's no reason for me to be making excuses for like how hard it is for us to link up sometimes uh, to record, like even mm-hmm. before you had it. Cause like, it's just like, uh, like I don't feel like it, but it's like you, bro, you can't do it when you, when you feel like it. So like you have to do it when you don't feel like it. Cause that's not respecting it. You're not respecting your dream. You're not giving any respect at all. You're not even respecting the craft at that point. So it's like, you gotta, Yeah. I digress there. <laughs> no, really. Um, uh, you are actually very polite about it. I'll, I'll take it a step further. Um, we had, um, uh, we were at odds about like the direction of the podcast uh, to a, due to a whole host of issues, but really it came down to the same thing of what you mentioned. It's, it's about reassessing our goals for the podcast which we managed to do. I think we, we hashed it out and we kind of came to the realization that it's all along the same path. Maybe it's not linear. Um, as my good, uh, uh, good, my, as my good mentor G Herbo said, and I've been kind of mentioning this when you're really looking for something or when you're looking for something to happen in your life, there's two major reasons it has to happen. Either you haven't applied yourself to the fullest or it's not the time for, that situation or for those events in your life to happen. And I think that's sort of the lessons we had to learn, uh, especially when this happened in terms of, okay, why did we start this podcast? What do we want to do with it? Where are we trying to go with it? And and it, it's all it all came to a head to the point that we hashed it out and we talked about it. And this is why we're doing the catch-up episode that we are right now, that we realize that it's our path anyway. We realize mm-hmm. that this was what we started the podcast for, for people to realize these kind of issues that just because that something happens in your life, that's a good thing. It doesn't mean you have to disrupt everything. Maybe the podcast started as a hobby for us, but now it's something that is actively contributing to our lives. And I will say that the podcast played a direct influence in me getting this job because it focused me. It made me realize I have to hold myself to my words. Mm -hmm. If I say I'm looking for a job and I have to apply myself to the fullest, then I have to apply myself to the fullest and hold myself to those words. Exactly. So it ended up intersecting and it ended up intersecting to the same goal that we had. We just kind of had to go through some hoops to get to that realization, which we did. And I think it will really change the perspective of our podcast more than it already has, because we've already covered a lot and it's about to be a whole other dimension now, which I'm so excited to cover. Yeah. And before we even, I I think, uh, I don't know if you remember, but like before we even came up with the term, um, stay in momentum, I was like, mm-hmm. I think I remember like the one, like the one thing I told you when we were doing the podcast was like, we just, no matter what happens, how shitty we are about staying on schedule, how much time goes in between the episode, <laughs> just, we just don't mm-hmm. fucking stop. 
You just don't stop. Exactly. You just keep fucking doing it. Whenever we can get it in, drop one. Whenever we can get it in, drop one. Granted, I hate podcasts that do that because I want to <laughs> I wanna know that I'm getting an episode this week or I'm getting an episode this next week. I hate when that shit's not loaded and it's supposed to be in there at like 9 a.m., whatever. But anyway, mm-hmm. if we stop, though, it's dead and it's done. No chance for it to ever yeah. grow or get better, which is, you know, like, mm-hmm. I know I feel like we keep circling back to the same points, but for real, it's it really uh encompasses the whole thing you just gotta stay in momentum and it goes back to everything right so like just getting your time management better you know working on drawing like i've been trying to work on drawing every day and i completely fucked up with that because i remember i was telling y'all i was like i'm gonna draw every day and like at at a certain point i'm gonna get better and then like once i'm I'm finally to a good point i was like okay i can actually try to like start like the you know, the comics or the, the manga or web, webtoon I was always talking to y'all about. But um, mm-hmm. even with me, though, like, I uh, had a business opportunity come up at my job where I was up for a, uh, I was up for a promotion. And, well, I wasn't really up for a promotion. I was going for a promotion, but I was pushed by uh, some some higher management uh, within, my, uh, within my job. Uh, and I was just... I was getting nervous about it. I was like, cause it was, it was what I was going for, but it was a little off of what I've been doing the last couple of years. So I got like scared about it. Like what, what would I do with like, if this comes up or if this comes up, like, how am I going to handle this? And it just started getting in my head. And I was like, bro, I was like, bro, like I did relax. Like, yo, you've never done it before. There's, there's nothing, there's no amount of thinking or worrying that is going to convince me to go for this job and actually accept it and do it. So I was like, I need to just like, like I think it was an episode one I was talking about. It's like stop thinking about it, just fucking do it. Like if I fall flat on my yeah. fucking face, whatever. I fall flat on my face, and then I'll, I'll figure out how to how to keep my balance next time. But you got to do it at least one time just to figure it out. Absolutely, man. There's there's just no excuse, and it's the situation I've been put in. Again, I, I mentioned it's relentless, and part of it is realizing that you don't know everything which is absolutely fine at the age yes. we are, you do not need and you should not know everything, but we have the education, we have the training. All you need to do to complement it is a tenacity to realize that not everything will come to you at the same time. And we're naturally impatient when we're at this age. So it's a learning process to mm-hmm. realize that things are gonna come along as you go through it and you have to go through it, whether you make mistakes or not, whether you do it perfectly or not, you learn every single time you do it. You learn every simple, every single time you implement a process or you implement a strategy or theory. You learn every time you complete a project. And that experience is what you build on and eventually, you know, get to the point you want to get to. And that's tenacity. And there's no teaching that. There's no raising that in someone. There's no, it, it all has to come from you. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a very valuable lesson I've learned in the past two weeks alone of just being in this job, which I'm grateful for and will serve me so well going to the future. And it's part of the reason why, you know, we started talking more critically about the podcast and how we're going to go about it forward, even if it means we have to readjust which thinking about the time period we're in and everything that's going on is actually the perfect template to operate you know you can't wait for things to be organized you got to find a way to to do what you have to do you got to find a way to operate in the times we're in and whether it's hard or not suck it up <laughs> buttercup the world is not gonna have pity on you for that. <laughs> yeah nobody this nobody's gonna have pity on you bro they actually niggas will go hard on you <laughs> just because they see you're failing yeah yeah <laughs> Absolutely. That's like, real. I, we believe in haters. We've talked about it. Like, haters are there. And it doesn't matter what time period you're in. The harder things are, the more haters you're going to have, and the more you'll have to prove them wrong, which just you have to do. You got to be up to the challenge. Yeah, man. Uh, it's it's funny because, like, our, our society now is, like, so full of, I don't, I don't I want to say hate but so full of haters like at this point like i'm I'm pretty sure everybody's always had the same amount of hate but we just never had these platforms where we can 
fire off our fucking hatred anonymously and with impunity and have it reach the masses, even though you didn't do shit to deserve any type of reach to the masses. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's crazy. That's why I don't get on Twitter ever. Like, I just... For real, yeah. like, I just well. First of all, I just I I figured that I would get myself fired or whatever if I was on Twitter. <laughs> so I was like, just back off. But then when I get on from the Kinetic Energy podcast and I look like literally for a couple seconds, I'm just like I can't do this. <laughs> it's just like all yeah. negative. I'm like, what the fuck? Why is this social media site so different from the rest? Even though the other ones have uh have uh, negativity, but it's just like on Twitter, it's like that bitch is just. St- Steaming with negativity and hatred. I just, I can't fucking do it. <laughs> but yeah, so it's basically, it's it's tough to navigate your, your, your happiness in today's world, dealing with all that type of shit. I feel like a lot of people have a lot of trouble um, being happy because they don't know what to do. Like, they don't know what to think, man. They're just seeing all this shit. They don't know who's right, just reading headlines, trying to bounce off of it. But the whole body of the article has nothing to do with the headline at all. <laughs> or it's opposite of the point they're yeah. trying to make with the fucking headline. It's like we're just in a world of just yeah. people that just floating the fuck around, bro. Just bumping into shit, death blinded. Like what? Is yeah. Once again, I'm going off. Let me chill. <laughs> no, 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 man. It's all valid. Um, and on that point, uh, I actually want to kind of highlight some of the things I've learned over the past couple of weeks. One of the best things that has happened for me in this job is that. Um, the managing director, and shout out to him for this because he doesn't have to do this, but it's probably the first time in a job that I've experienced this. He's actually offering leadership training to um, graduate trainees, meaning people my age who joined the company at that, uh, you know, uh, that capacity. And he's big on continuous improvement. Uh, and lean management, which if anyone is interested in checking out, is basically making processes more efficient and making sure you're maximizing value from every single aspect of your work. So without going into the full aspect of it, because it's a lot, but there's like a couple of things he touched on that's relevant to what you just expressed. So the first thing that stood out to me is uh, something that was mentioned that pride Pride is the biggest obstacle to development. Mm-hmm. And to explain that a little bit more, think about what you're good at. It could be anything. Think about if you're good at cooking, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine if you're good at, if you're great at cooking eggs, like you can cook eggs in two minutes and it's perfect. And anyone who eats those eggs is like, oh, these are amazing. That actually will be your weakness because you take it for granted. Being your strength is going to be the thing you work on the least. So you almost have to put yourself in a mindset that you got have you gotta have that as your weakness so that you constantly keep improving and you constantly keep building and you put yourself in the position that you're learning so that you never have that um, period or that uh, kind of status that you're just like, okay, I'm good at this, that's it. I'm not going to prove. I'm not going to further myself on this because that stifles your development. All right, bro. All right, bro. You're hitting home, right? (laughs) You're hitting home. Because I feel like it's exactly what I do with the drawing, right? Because I'm really good at, well, I'm good. I guess it's the easy shit, but I'm really good at straight on views of the character and directly mm-hmm. side views of the characters and like i'm like hey i'm gonna practice drawing well i guess what i keep drawing the same shit and i don't draw the other one because i'm super terrible i feel like i'm a fifth grader trying to do that where i actually have some semblance of talent the other way and then i'm like well why the hell am i why why am i doing this i'm like why am i doing this if i'm just gonna dance around with the shit i know so like you're right like that'll just it's just gonna stifle me it's gonna take me twice as long and then i had to realize i'm like well if i'm drawing like a webtoon or like trying to be as good as like a manga drawer well i'm like all all the views you see in that are partial side views i was like so (laughs) that's what i gotta have be my bread and butter i gotta be better at that i'm over here dancing around the actual problem (laughs) so yeah hit home bro (laughs) uh (laughs) my bad man i didn't mean to hit that close to home but yeah it's something that all of us can implement in our own ways 
even if I think about it myself, I'm great. I feel, I want to say I'm great at planning, right? I'm mm -hmm. great at looking at something and thinking, okay, this is probably how I want it to go. But when you get put in a situation where all your plans go to shit, your plan A, plan B, plan C, then you actually get good at planning to replan. That's what I call it. Mm. So eventually you get to a point that you don't even plan because you know your plan is going to go to shit anyways. But you get great at readjusting your plans so that when it goes to shit, you're like, okay, I know exactly what I'm going to do. It's the bounce back. So that's a sort of bounce back. Exactly. Yeah. No big Sean, but bounce back. <laughs> exactly. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, um, I feel like I've to pick up on another. Now go ahead, man. Go ahead. No, no, I'm just saying. Yeah, I think I got good at 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 the bounce back, just from like not really uh, taking shit to heart. Like I, I, I know I had to. <laughs> that was actually a big development. I'm not a big development, but I was going hard on Monster Hunter. <laughs> like, I, like revisited my Monster Hunter World addiction. I think I got like almost 400, 400 hours in that game. But that shit would make me rage so much. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. I, I have my anger under control to a point. Then I'm playing that game. And I'm just, like, it's going off. <laughs> like, like who, who is this guy? I'm like, who am I? Like, I need to, come on, bro. It's like, you acting like you got shit figured out. And look at you, bro. Uh, uh, flashing lights have just set you off. <laughs> gotta do better man granted that game like purposely wastes your time with certain shit and it gets annoying but anyway i'm not gonna go too deep in it because that'll be an episode but <laughs> i get you i get you yeah man but yeah so i bounced back yeah, from that uh, from from what i did was i was like i'm not touching that game for an entire week i was like until i figure out mm -hmm. and then when i even came back i was like I, i'm not playing this game if i can't play it without freaking out and i was like that's just gonna be the price i have to pay because i can't because i noticed it was fucking other stuff up like i would rage in this game and i'd be like all right it's just this game but it wasn't like little shit would happen and, and i'd be like yo why is this pissing me off to this extra point and i'm like no nah, it's just getting me in a heightened like state of just hostility or aggression like that shit doesn't just turn off when i turn the game off so yeah that was a big reason why i was like yeah stepping the hell away from this Ah, I get you. I get you. And that's a game, too. That's a worst part. It is literally a construct from someone else mm -hmm. that is getting you in a state. And you know, so, you know how I know that it was good for me to let it go is because I, like I mm -hmm. mentioned, I was going for that, that, uh, that promotion. I didn't get it. I didn't get that promotion. Got passed up. But that shit didn't phase me. I'm just like, whatever, bro. I'm just like my boss. He was like, he was like, Hey man, like you, you gonna get the next one. Now you got your foot and all that stuff. And I'm like, he's like, so don't, don't feel bad. I was like, I'm not, I'm not, I don't feel bad at all. I was like, I just gotta go harder. That's all. <laughs> whatever I thought I was doing, bro, I got to kick it up. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for saying that because that was coming to my next point, which is relentlessness. <laughs> and it's just you gotta be relentless I, and uh, there's just no other way around it you can try and find a thousand different ways to dress it up but everyone who's got to a certain point in their career will tell you to get to that next point you have to be relentless you cannot give up uh, I, I mentioned it as tenacity same thing it's just literally the same words you just gotta look at everything from the standpoint of fine I didn't get it. I didn't accomplish this. I didn't, literally, I did not get the goal that I was going for. You, what are you going to do? Give up? You give up? Fine. You are the same place you started where you didn't have it to begin with versus you just keep going. These are a thousand things in this world that you've probably accepted that you'll never get. Yeah. So why on earth should you accept that something you wanted to get and you didn't get is something out of your reach just because you didn't get it when you're supposed to get it. Mm -hmm. I just mentioned it right now. Either you've not done the full mm -hmm. effort that you need to get what you want, or it's not your time yet. It's not that time. That's what I'm saying. So you play, <laughs> exactly. So you play with one of those two scenarios. Have you done the fullest amount? So going back to your example of getting the um, promotion, if your boss is telling you that, oh, you know what you get it next time, Fine, 
why would I not believe him? Even if I don't believe him, you know that a part of you could look at it like, you know what, have I done 100%? Have I done 110%? Have I done 110%? Probably not. Either way, if I've not done that, let me do that the next time. If I've not done that the next, if I've done that the next time and it still doesn't come my way, then it's not my time yet. And it informs you on every single thing that you're trying to accomplish. And it still instills that culture in you that you don't give up. Just because you find an obstacle, you find a way around it. You find a way through it. You find a way under it, over it. Whatever you have to do, <laughs> you find a way to get where you need to do. And that's a point I will literally die on this hill. We're in a pandemic. The world is on fire. I want to say most of our listeners and most of our audience want to have a successful life. Mm-hmm. I want to say most of you want to be at least rich-ish if you don't want to be rich. I want to say most of you have a whole bucket list of goals that you have that Corona might have put to the side, but you still want to have a life after this. We're very young. So just because everything is happening does not mean that you should not find a way around it. It's going to be a thousand times harder and no one knows that more than me. Guess what? It does not fucking matter. Find a way. Yeah. I like you can't that. find a way. It's not your time yet. Mm-hmm. Do what you gotta do, then try and find a way another time. Yeah, like no excuses. That's like that's where I was, where I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, mm-hmm. I'm trying to get with this shit. Is like, I don't have, yeah, I don't have any excuses. Like there's, like I know there's one guy we always talk about um, from Fairly. It was this guy that uh, he was going to school with us our freshman year, and I always, always think about him when I'm thinking about quitting. Not always, but now I, I do because I'm like I remember it. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, he was over here from Egypt. And he was over here during the Mubarak shit, right? So, like when they were yeah. overthrowing his ass. Uh, exactly. So they were in they were in turmoil, and like he was te- I, like I remember, bro. He seemed like the nicest dude, the happiest guy, just jolly. And like we're just chilling in the lounge one time, and he just starts like telling us about how he like he just just his car ride to the U.S. embassy to fly Mm -hmm. to america and he was like oh yeah they they were they were (coughs) my bad (coughs) damn okay god all right but he was like (laughs) he was like we got shot at just just driving to the embassy we got shot at people tried to get out our car and i was like bro i just had to get in a car and drive for two hours and that's how i got to fairly and i'm over here thinking about skipping class not about to do this work (laughs) i was like bro there's people who literally die for the same uh, privileges that like we just take for granted every single day and it's uh, that's why i'm like yo there's, mm-hmm. there's no excuses bro i don't have any excuses to not give 100 percent. i like I, i'm not saying i have to succeed i just don't have any excuses to not give it my all and not to actually actually be tenacious especially when i know like it, it's in me it's just the because i can i have modes like i can get into that relentless not sleeping never gonna put it down just like going hard mode but also my procrastination is pretty fucking strong as well. So <laughs> mm-hmm. he can, he, those two, you can get boxed out sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> now I get you, man. And, and, and that's why I draw from my personal experience when I'm telling this story that, you know, February, uh, I was observing everything that's going on in the world. I observed how the um, infection rates started spiking. And I was in the middle of my job search, um, literally right in the middle. And I thought to myself, this cannot find me unprepared. I have to be prepared. I have to find a way to navigate through this. Or at the very least, put myself in the position that something can come up, even if things get crazy, which things did. You know, lockdowns were implemented, curfews were implemented, or in our case, containments. Um, and businesses were closed. That sounds way scary, you know, bro. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> a little bit, but luckily, as a people, Kenyans are very adaptable people. Well, just the work. And, and that's what helped me. Too. <laughs> <laughs> sounds much worse than a lockdown. Yeah, man. Like, you do a lockdown. It's like, all right, we can't go outside. You're like, all right, we're doing a containment. I'm like, where are the zombies? Like, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> a little bit, dude. And it's 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 kind of worse because a containment just means that you're stuck where you are. Yeah. So meaning you have rent, you can't leave. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a job, you can't get out of that. It's 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 actually worse psychologically than the actual situation itself. But it's a situation, you know, you gotta deal with it. And and I just I put my best foot forward and made sure that I was putting my utmost into accomplishing my goal, which was making sure I have a job. And, you know, God bless, I managed to make that happen. I realized the amount of blessings that I received to make that happen, which is why I'm trying to, like, share this game with anyone who needs it right now, because it's not easy. It's not easy to try and make stuff happen in a time of, like, it's trying to make food it's literally trying to be an alchemist. The point I'm trying to make is that you got to put your best foot forward and realize there's a plan for you. If you worked to the point where you can't do any more and the timing is not right for you. And you just got to keep on working by those principles, which is what I kept on doing. And again, like I said, I'm blessed to be where I am. Not everyone is does not matter. Everyone got their own place. Everyone got their own time of what's going to happen. And I personally have the hope that when all is said and done, we'll all be settled and be able to be in the optimum position to do what we need to do, whether it's working in the career choice we chose or landing on your feet and being able to readjust from any of the craziness that you've had to go through in the past year. Well, yo, Keta. That's what I'm about to do. You actually run the right vein with Full Metal Alchemist because, like, <laughs> bro, equivalent exchange, right? That was the that was like a, the main mm-hmm. part of it, equivalent exchange. And yes. that's real. You, what you put in is what you're going to get out. So if you're out, if yeah. you if you think you can put in like lackadaisical hours, and you're gonna get a spectacular reward, it's just not gonna happen, you know. So that's that's also something I try to think of. It's like I need to always be doing a hundred percent because I want a hundred percent back. Well, actually, I need to always be doing hundred percent because I want something back. If I do a hundred percent back, I mean, if I do a hundred percent in then I got to get something back, even if it's 5% back, 10% back. But, you know, we'll get, we'll get to the 100 after a while. But, yeah, I feel like uh, this whole period has been really eye-opening for both of us, just as far as reassessing our tenacity and reassessing our, our, our drive and just understanding, you know, what the podcast was about, which is staying in momentum. And I feel like a lot of shit I had dropped off. Um, like, I know listening back to episode one, talking about doing the dishes and shit. I fell off with that. Although I, I just started doing, <laughs> I got back on it. I've been doing them for a while, like much more consistently. Uh, but DoorDash has become a very crucial part of life. <laughs> Uh, so I've been cooking and shit. Like I got to cut that out, man. I was like, so that's something I'm trying to, I'm trying to cut down on. Uh, mm-hmm. But I don't know. Do you what? What else? Do you think you got anything else for the um for the catch up? Or you think that pretty oh, much yeah. it all up? Okay, okay. Fire off, fire off. <laughs> I got you. So I've actually been waiting for this for a while because I I don't know if anyone loves our the name of our podcast so much for, but for all the engineers and for all the science um, slash physics fanatics among us, I kind of got a little nice tidbit um, to help with the conversation. Right. So for anyone who knows about the law of conservation of energy, you know, this like to your core. So for anyone who doesn't know, I'll state it. So law of conservation of energy basically says that, Energy is neither created nor destroyed. It's pretty much just transformed from one phase to another or one form to another, however you want to see it. So going back to what you said in terms of like what you're talking about in episode one and realizing that you're not matching that energy, so to speak, 
that energy doesn't just get like destroyed or doesn't just dissipate. It means that you have taken that energy and put it into something else, which might not necessarily be what you should be putting energy into. Ooh, I like how you rounded that right? off. So for, yeah, <laughs> it, it's, it's one of those like very simple things, but it's like, okay, you're washing dishes at the beginning of the pandemic. You're not doing it now. It's not like things change dramatically. It just means that you put that energy into that discipline of making sure that shit is clean into something else. Now, obviously, it's up to you what that could be. Xbox. But it's... it's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, again, it's different folks for different folks. But um, the main point is the whatever you have, whatever you've meant to do or whatever you had put energy to and you you're not doing it right now most likely you just diverted that energy to something else that might not require it whether it's i don't know relationships whether it's bullshitting whether it's video games whatever it may be you will actually find that every single thing in your life has a certain amount of effort a certain amount of energy that you've diverted there from something less productive and if you focus and actually told this to a friend, uh, I think yesterday when I was trying to kind of help them find out what they want to do at the college, when you divert that energy into what you want to do, which is I want to focus on this. I want to get a job. I want to get money. I want to improve my family status. When you focus your energy on that, you realize that you divert your energy into so much useless shit. And you don't even see it as that until you take like a look at it and like, you know what? This would be better spent doing it on this. And it's perf perfectly ties into what we speak about in staying momentum. Momentum literally means that you take, you literally keep the same energy, mm -hmm. meaning that mm -hmm. if you diverted it somewhere else, bring that shit right back and put it right back where the focus is supposed to be. Yeah. And it's, I think the key aspect is like maintaining the energy when it, when it's tough. Cause it's so easy to get that burst of that. Uh, <laughs> like, Oh, I can do this. I get this done. But as soon as like you come home long day or oh, that's actually wrong. I'm working from home. So <laughs> log off long day. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like, I don't want to touch those mm -hmm. fucking dishes, man. And then you got all these reasons. You're like, Oh, well I went to bed late last night. I got to go to bed early tonight. I got time to do the dishes. DoorDash, like <laughs> that's where the yeah. shit just comes in. <laughs> and you just, I just had to reevaluate that. And I'm just like, so, I mean, listen, I'm going to order out when I order out, but like getting way more geared into cooking and like forcing myself uh, to cook, even if I know I'm not going to eat it that night. Cause like, that's what holds me back a lot of time. I'll be like, I don't have enough time to cook it and eat it and get to bed at a reasonable time. So I'm like, if I have the time to, to cook it, but I don't necessarily like, I'm not really hungry or like, uh, I don't think I have enough time to cook it and eat it and then kind of chill. Cause like if I eat something, right, I feel like I got to keep sitting like in an upright position for like an hour afterwards. So I don't, it doesn't fuck with my like acid reflux. So that's what I mean. Like, cause you probably like, you only got 20 minutes to so just eat it. But no, nah, it's, it's more than that for me. Like, I feel like it's going, it's like an hour or two that I'd like to wait. Um, but anyway, like I'm saying, I'll just cook it, you know, just put it away and I'll eat that the next day. But then I have to make sure I don't let the shit go bad in my fridge because <laughs> I want some Jersey Mike subs or something like that. <laughs> I actually like how you address that because um, if we were to go back to what I mentioned earlier about lean management, that's sort of the principle. So even just the, the aspect of lean, defining it means that it's the art of subtraction, not addition. So if you use your example about cooking, when you're talking about like, oh, I got to cook and I got to do this, I got to oh, get mics, that's addition. You're adding time. You're adding time to your day because you got to cook so you can get your food. Or you're adding food to um, what you already don't have, which is food, you know, rather than <laughs> taking time away, which means like you're finding a, an effective way of making sure that you're getting your food, but you're not adding time by getting that food. 
so it, it's like a little it's I'm sorry, so weird, i don't know what it like is i just feel, i'm like i'm listening to what you're saying but i feel like you, i just keep hearing food food food, food. <laughs> it keeps losing. Right, let me see let me see let me simplify it for you because it's a real tough concept to get and you only realize it when you kind of go through it right so think about it the easiest thing is to get fast food yeah. right Fast food delivered to you through DoorDash. Mm-hmm. But getting fast food delivered to you through DoorDash adds time to your day. No, it's not no. just, oh, you, you order from DoorDash and it comes immediately. It's adding time to your day. As opposed to if you had ingredients set aside where you can make a ready, ready-made meal. So say, for example, if you had chopped up onions, chopped up tomatoes, you have eggs ready to go, cook a nice omelet, make rice on the side literally takes less than the time that DoorDash should take to get get the same type of meal probably even pay less than you pay for DoorDash oh 100% exactly but you're subtracting from your day rather than adding to it well honestly bro I'm gonna have to disagree on that just because just with DoorDash because I'm like Bro, I can just I just click a couple buttons and that shit's on the way, and then I can do some other shit, you know, while it's coming. But uh, so I don't think it really adds uh, time or subtracts time from the day. But on the other hand, though, I do get what you're saying about like put, like, putting stuff out and getting stuff set up because like those are the tricks that I've done to get myself to start cooking again. So like I'll be working and I'm like, and when I'm working from home, I'm like, okay, well I know I don't have enough time on one lunch break to cook the food and eat the food. You know what I mean? So I'm like, the only thing I can do is like cook it. And even then just cooking it sometimes really presses that time period as well. So I'm like, I can cook it and, uh, and then eat it while I work. So like what I got to do is like when I'm doing my job, like I'll come, like I'll finish something up and then I'll just get up real quick, walk over, pull out some spices. Then I go back, keep working, keep working, keep working. Then I go back, I'll grab the bowl out, grab yeah. this out this time. And then by the time I'm ready for my lunch break, boom, everything's out. Start getting it cooking. It's got the, the, mm-hmm. the stoves, the, the, the ovens already heated up, all that shit. It's all about preparation. You know what I mean? We all, you know, we all got to live our lives. Like we're Batman and, take the necessary prep time. <laughs> it's all about prep time you know <laughs> i like that that's probably a more relevant example like kind of just taking time away from what would usually add time to your day and that actually makes you more efficient yeah that's pretty much it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. without complicating it that's just the essence of it yeah i agree with that but also, yeah, uh, while switching think, gears a little bit, my fault, but switching gears a little bit, getting off, we know it's just going to be kind of off topic, but we, I meant to say this in the beginning, we do have big things though, that we are planning for the kinetic energy podcast. We, we got a lot of different things where, where, uh, we got in the works. Uh, so just stay tuned. Like we got, yeah, we're just, I won't hype it up too much. Cause then it's going to be underwhelming when the stuff comes out, but just, just know, like, you know, we're trying to make this, uh, uh, more far reaching thing. Uh, and I gotta take a uh, give a shout out to Black Tycoon Talk for being a big mm. motivator, man. Just watching him move and talking to him, and that interview will be coming soon. We just trying to make sure that mm. while we're getting our shit together, we don't waste somebody else's time if we can't meet the the deadlines that that we set. You know what I mean? So we'll we're gonna mm. start having the guest interviews start rolling out a lot more heavily as we start to really get our foot in the door with this new this new climate that we're in as far as how we're recording what kind of equipment what kind of quality we can do you know we're just figuring this shit out mm. yeah definitely big up Subafi. um personally he made me like put a lot of things into perspective that i, I didn't before and you know, that's credit to him and credit to his development because, you know, we weren't talking about these type of things in college. So it's great that we can talk about these things now and actually have an impact on each other. And it's the way you said, we have a lot of plans for the podcast and a lot of it has changed over the past couple of weeks, but all of that will come in time. Uh, what I'd like to impress is that I haven't given up on the music. The music is still there. The music is still part of my therapy that's still been getting me through. So the playlists are still there. Uh, we will begin 
in promoting them again. I took a bit of a hiatus, but the playlists are still there. It's still um, pushing me through the day, and I am putting them out there in the hope that it will push you through your day, and not just through your day, but through the whole period that's going on right now, because we're going to really need a whole amount of reinforcement to get through this COVID uh, period, wherever you are in the world. Yeah, man, I still I still bump your playlist whenever, <laughs> whenever I don't know what to play, bro. Because I because I got access to all of them, and Makete was a monster. Yeah. He's got like, I don't know what do you got like thirty thirty playlists now. <laughs> uh, thirty five. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a, uh, hey, man. I'm gonna update the website. So I'm going to get the links up there for the next couple, at least episode six. And I'm going to figure out a better way to format it because it's getting pretty long on there. So I'm going to figure out a better way to format. But anyway, on the website, there will be links to, you know, the playlist, uh, the episode uh, specific playlist. And you'll be able to get it on Google Play, Apple Music, uh, Spotify. I think we're actually going to try to get it on YouTube as well. But, you know, just those main three ones for now. Okay, sounds good. Um, I'd like to plug our social media as always. Please follow us on Kinetic Energy Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, Specifically on Instagram, The Kinetic uh, Podcast. I would also like to plug plug our personal profiles because I think we are also trying to push our own personal uh, goals as well. So on my end... You can follow me on pride underscore of underscore Africa. On Brandon Z, I believe you can follow him on Devin underscore zero. Uh, I changed it to uh, the dot artistic dot zero. I'm going to probably change it because I don't like the name. (laughs) Well, for now, that's the name, right? Um, So you can follow us individually for our projects and everything that's going on. And as always, we're going to have the playlist attached. We are going to have more ideas and more podcasts, uh, episodes going up. And I would like to leave it off with is that we're back. And it's just going to get better from here. Yeah. So, I mean, as we said in the beginning, this particular episode was a little bit more loose, not really the same type of structure that we usually do or we have in mind when we go about an episode. But, you know, we just felt it was necessary just to get back to the mic, kind of re re reacclimate where we're at, test, you know, the the new ways that we are going to record if we can record, you know, and just get some content out. So bear with us. You know, it's only going to go up just like they said, only going up from here. <laughs> On some Davey shit, leveling up. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Davies. Well, all right. And with that, this is the Kinetic Energy Podcast, signing out.